Let's begin. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, whether you're on Zoom or you are on Instagram. Is another episode. I believe we're on episode 27 of the podcast, Supreme Being. As always, this is sponsored by three entities. Number one, my real estate team, Team BC Real Estate. Make sure if you guys have any need in real estate worldwide, you contact us at teambcsold.com or email us at teambcsold at gmail.com. Modern Success, my personal coaching and mentorship program that has over 170 members at this moment and growing by the day. Go to briancasella.com. Go to the coaching tab and sign up. We're going to break 200 this month for sure. And lastly, eXp Realty for all you realtors. Whether you join, thinking about joining, or you will join, make sure you contact me. Let's get you to eXp. Okay, so welcome to another episode. Uh, today, there's a couple things I wanted to cover, but... Um, where to start, okay? A lot of things I wanted to talk about, and I'm doing a, for those of you in real estate, and, or anybody who does any kind of video marketing, uh, there's a company called BombBomb, Bomb, right? Bomb, like an actual bomb, right? Like a nuclear bomb. Bomb, Bomb. Uh, I'm doing an interview with them, like an hour long, 30, 45 minute long interview tomorrow. Uh, we're gonna talk about video marketing, right? And that's something that's really important in the space of social media and people promoting their businesses, regardless of, of what they do and you know uh, there's a lot of things they want to talk about and one of the things that they highlighted that they said in particular that they liked about me especially Jason who's the person that I spoke to and I'm doing this interview tomorrow uh, morning late morning at 11 he said it's cool to see what you've done right you, you've you've cornered so many different niches but one thing he loved is he loved the way that I uh, showed lifestyle but in my own unique way and it seemed like such a cleaner and a better way. And what he means by that is I do have a lot of flashier shit, but I'm not flaunting it, right? I show it, but I don't flaunt it in the sense of what other people do just to scream and beg for attention, right? You can go on my YouTube channel. I mean, the last time you saw my Lambo on my YouTube channel was probably two months ago, right? Every once in a while I'll do a video. Maybe I'll start doing some more vlogs in it, right? Showing it, but you see me drive all my cars and, 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 and whether I'm in that car or my Escalade or my truck, which is like a 2000 F-150, I do the same stuff, I say the same stuff, and there's not like the sudden change, right? There's not the, the attention on that thing. Whereas most people, for example, if they have something nice, the attention and everything is about that thing and the information and everything else that they wanna push in that message is secondary. I do it the opposite, right? In my message, in the information, in the value, the Lambo or that thing is one piece of the puzzle. It's not the puzzle. And that's something that a lot of people haven't figured out. Now, through obviously my study of marketing, communication, social dynamics, evolutionary psychology and everything else, I know how to do things properly, right? Um, and a lot of people don't know how to do that, right? Um, I, I get why people flash the shit, right? Because it gets attention and of course it helps them sell. More power to them, right? Marketing is marketing. But there's a right way and a wrong way to do it, right? And I'm not saying the way I do it is perfect, but I've, I've kind of cracked that code that a lot of people don't know how to, to we can say, um, kind of decipher, right? Now, obviously, studies of other things have helped me with that and also being able to understand sales and communication at a higher level. But I wanted to talk about that for a little bit because people usually fall on one end or extreme, right? We know the extreme of, 
showing it too much and just talking about that, right? Because the moment people think, oh, he's trying too hard or they're trying too hard or eh, you lose their attention and the effect doesn't work because it seems as if there's a gimmick behind it or there's um, a hidden agenda, right? Most people fall on that side. And on the other extreme, which is I'm not gonna show anything ever and I'm actually gonna detest those things and say, you should never, you should never get that stuff. You should never buy that stuff because that's bad, right? Like no one cares about that and you're just doing it to show off. So people fall on those extremes. Now there is a happy place in the middle where you can have what we call the best of both worlds, right? Where you can quote, show what you're doing, but also do it in a way that influences people, but you're not crossing that line on the other end of, ah, he's trying too hard. Or, oh, there's a hidden agenda. He's just trying to manipulate me with the, the Lambo or this, the fancy house just to sell me his shit or get me to listen to him, okay? Now, it, it's a constant jockeying back and forth for people to figure it out, but one of the main things that people get from a lot of the vlogs that I do or whether it's teaching, a teaching style video, which is the majority of what I do, or a vlog is there's the, we can call it the, the real person coming out. Like in my cars, you'll hear me say all the time, I, I really, in my heart of hearts, love my Supra more than the Lambo. And that's true. And I'm not afraid to admit it, even though that wouldn't be cool to do for marketing, right? Technically, I'm not supposed to do that. I'm supposed to show the Lambo more because, oh, it's so prestigious and shit. It is. Cool. I love that car. It was a poster on the wall. I got it. It's awesome, right? Of course, like any other car, it has its flaws. I'm too fucking tall for it, so I need to get a custom seat, which is one of the reasons I haven't been uh, driving it as much lately because the chiropractor really fixed me up, and now sitting in the Lambo, I kind of have to be like that, and I don't like it, or I have to hunch over like that. But that's besides the point. I'm, I'm willing to say that stuff. And then here's the key. I don't just say it. You see it. If you follow me on Instagram or Facebook and not just YouTube, where I actually show my more day-to-day -day life, You'll see the Supra a lot more than my fucking Lambo, for sure. Look, track it over time. You'll see my Escalade more. You'll see all the other stuff, and each one is unique to me in its own sense. And I'll tell a story and this and that, and, and you've heard it, right? I got the Escalade because I remember the first time I saw 50 Cent in high school, I was like, man, I'm getting an Escalade. Now, they put like 63-inch rims on it. I'm not going to do that, but it just seems so cool to me in that moment. So, again, there's that sentimental value to me. So I'm going to get an Escalade. And I love the fucking Escalade. I drive it the most right now. That, that's for sure. That and the Super right now are number one for me. Okay. I talk about the, the type of car that I like more, right? Which is like more of like an import tuner car. So there's so much that goes into, we can talk about now in that sense, that's a personal taste or something that I like. Now, when we segue into the documentation of it, meaning how I show it to the world, it's not, okay, this is me behind closed doors and then this is the way that I show it to the world. I show it to the world as I live it and enjoy it. And that's missed. Because I believe it's beyond being authentic and real and all that, right? I get that. I totally get that. But I think it's beyond that. Because I'm willing to say that stuff like, oh, I enjoy this car more than the other or I enjoy this more than the other. I've told people many times, right? Uh, very open about everything. Like my house. I don't need, quote, this fucking house, but I use it as inspiration. Right? I would be happy in a fucking five or 400 square foot apartment with a warehouse for my cars. Or I would be cool in a warehouse with a little stove to make my mate and have my cars. Cool. I don't need no fancy shit. But this is to constantly stretch. It's here for a purpose. It's here to inspire me and move me and stretch my thinking and what I think is possible. 
right? Because this would be the opposite of what my incorrectly programmed self would have gone after, right? If I didn't get this, I realized if I didn't move into this house, it would have been because I would buy into the old bullshit that was my programming and wiring in my brain. It would be some limiting belief or some horse shit like that. It wasn't because I couldn't uh, sway it financially under my financial management system. It wasn't because of anything else. So again, but I'm open about saying that, okay? Same thing with me owning all the other fucking properties in Houston and leasing this house and all that shit. I'm very open about it, but I do it again purposefully. And I say, this is why I'm doing it. Da, 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 da. So when we start looking at that, as we follow the journey on social media and everywhere else, this perspective, this style of doing it versus everybody else, it now, it now not only engages the audience more and creates more of a loyal following, but it makes you a lot more, we can call you resilient or almost immune, right? What I mean by immune is this. Whatever you do, you're always gonna be attacked, you're gonna be criticized, stuff's gonna happen, right? Even if it's outside of hate or criticism, stuff is always gonna happen. But when you do it the way that I described it, you're built on a solid foundation, not a quicksand foundation, which is what other people do, okay? When you do it this way now, Riding the waves of everything on the journey becomes much easier. It's still difficult, for sure. You're still going to get criticism. You're still going to go through challenges. You're still going to go through growing pains and everything else, just like everybody else. But now, it's like you're, you're, you're on a sturdier ship, right? The wind's still blowing you. The water's still splashing onto the boat. It's still smacking you in the face. You're still holding on tight while trying to go straight in the ocean. It's like the perfect storm. It's like, Oof, right? but it's a little bit easier, right? And you have more faith in the boat because you know, hey, this boat is built to be able to withstand this shit. Versus the other one, it's kind of like you're rolling the dice because it's based on that platform and that foundation that I told you about, okay? I'm not trying to impress anybody. I'm not trying to do this. I'm not trying to do that. It's all about the journey, what I'm doing, who I am, how I did it, why I'm doing it, and everything that envelops the individual, the team, like Team BC, the story, and all that. And that's all people are seeing as a manifestation of what a kid years ago thought he could do, start to do it over and over. People have asked me, oh man, if you could sell one car, what would it be? I'm like, the Lambo. I would keep the STI, I would keep the Eclipse, I would keep the Supra, I would sell the Lambo. Right? Tomorrow, if I was offered to get out of this house and go to a fucking a decent warehouse with all my cars and a nice little loft, I'm gone, right? I don't need the house to be like, well, I need to stay in this house because I have to up, uphold this, this you know, image I want people to think I'm super rich and famous. I don't give a shit. I don't care, right? But I told you, this house is, is nothing more than a means of like inspiration and that kind of stuff. So... Tomorrow, when I do the interview with them, a lot of this stuff is probably gonna come out. But I say that to people because one of the most frequently asked questions like it is, how do I build my social media? How do I do this? And if you look, statistically, SEO and all the, the do's and don'ts, I did not do shit right for the most part. I don't give a shit about thumbnails on YouTube or titles, which according to every person who I talk, oh, it's a big no-no, right? Maybe that's why I don't get as many views either. I fucking cuss. I could easily just go PC, Right? Not cuss, not be controversial. And I know that's affecting me on the algorithm for sure, especially on YouTube and why I don't get as much love as other people. 
and I could quote, like as they say, sell out and do that. I could do a bunch of other shit. So I do a lot of shit wrong, but I want to do it this way because the message is more concrete. The message is again on that solid, solid foundation. And now, now this is the key is you attract the right people and opportunities because they're attracted to the right thing that is a proper representation of you and your brand. And that's the key, whether it's customers, whether it's an audience that turns into customers or an audience you just want to watch and support you or anything else, relationships, friendships, business partners, boom. I show them, hey, this hand that I'm shaking your hand with, this is my real hand, baby. This face, everything that comes out of my mouth, this is me. So now we can start not with two fake masks interacting with each other or you watching this persona, right? It is actually me. That's the biggest thing I get from people when they meet me. Bro, you're just like, it's just like the videos, man. You're super cool. Yeah. It's not like I put on, oh, hey, this is my video voice and face. Hello, everybody. Uh, BC here with another podcast. <laughs> no, not like that. Same way I shoot the shit here, I shoot the shit with people in person, on stage, right? Maybe little nuances that change here and there because, of course, you have to be in that character for that event and all that. I get it. But, but that's why now when I create friendships and relationships and everything else, they're strong and they hold. And the people who come to me, who like me, stay and that loyalty builds and builds and builds and builds. This is why so many people interview me and all that. They're like, man, with the not so big audience that you have, you've created all this stuff. How are you doing it without having the mega numbers of a million followers and that kind of stuff, right? So now they're trying to pick my brain on how I did it, but it's a very simple systematic process with the majority of that foundation based on what I just told you, which isn't anything magical. With that comes, again, uh, well, you, you can't be that real, that's bullshit, you're doing something behind closed doors, and that, 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 right? You still, no matter what, are gonna get criticized, that's why I said earlier, you're still gonna have to hit the waves in the ocean, right, that never changes. So for all of you asking, well, I wanna produce content, I wanna do this, I wanna show myself, I wanna do that, blah, 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 blah. You need to follow what I just told you. It's, it's the path followed by few, right? It's like if everybody's in a line, like I was telling you last podcast, you're that loner over here and you're going to be shamed for it. But best believe that uh, trail has already been blazed by somebody else who went at it alone. So again, you're not the first one to do this. Okay. Think from that perspective. Don't think about what is just going to impress the audience, right? You have to think and strategize around a lot of things. Just make, make sure that those things don't disconnect from the root of what we call the genuine message and this and that. And this is where other examples of other people, maybe even in that genre, can skew your decisions incorrectly. Meaning, I'm somebody who is very blunt, who doesn't give a fuck, who cusses and this and that. I laugh a lot, I'm goofy even on camera with other people. If that's not you, it's the incorrect move to try to be like me, okay? If you're more, if you are just really your, your, your deep down core self, you don't cuss, you don't believe in it, right? Uh, you're, you're not as wild as I am with the hand gestures and all that stuff, and let's say you're the complete 180 of me, then you be that because that's you, and you're gonna have your audience and you're gonna have your people. And you will attract the right people, the right opportunities and everything based on who wants and needs that. That's what's missing is that person then will try to be like me and attract the people who want me, but then they feel like, fuck, I have to put on this persona now or this fake message that I really don't believe in, but I thought that people wanted, and now they're, they're split. 
They're split into two different personalities now, two different identities. That's what causes a lot of people to crash and ultimately not have as much success because eventually this one, this other one that they created, this hole start going in it, right? And then it, it sinks, right? Water starts seeping in and then it sinks because you can't hold it. Even if the public doesn't find out, you internally are going to eat yourself up and be miserable because you feel like, man, I want the world to love me for me and I can't be me. I have to be this, this, this alias. No, I, I, I can't be BC. I have to be alias BC. So I have to go in the public and put on this, ha, 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 hello, yes. And that's not me. I give people fist bumps and now I have to pretend like I give everybody handshakes. Whoa, bro, you can't give me a fist bump. I got to give you a handshake. That's me. Yeah, handshakes. Does it work? Right? But we're caught up in that. We think we're being, oh, no, no, this is me. This is me. But you need to really look at yourself in the mirror and say, okay, is this really me or not? Now, of course, when it comes to communication and that kind of stuff, we can't zoom in too much on it because, yeah, if I want to communicate with people and engage an audience, I will have to turn up my energy and enthusiasm a little bit, of course. You just don't want to now start copying people or, or going to the extreme, which is what most people do. Okay. Now, that's some really basic beginner advice when it comes to uh, building your business because this, is, this isn't just, I can say, social media and video content and all that stuff. This is also your, your human to human interactions, right? How many people have you met that go to parties and events and when you meet them, it's like, dude, that's not your voice. That's not the way you talk. What the fuck? Did you just step out of some fucking cartoon and now you're this, this character? Now, some people actually are that character. That's rare. But normally you can tell, and I guarantee you unanimously, everybody listening live right now will agree with me and you can say, yeah, I spot it all the time. That person's trying too hard. That's usually what we say. We're thinking, what's up with that guy? Don't be that person. Don't be that person. Accentuate what you already do well and who you are. Accentuate that. Right? You like being a little crazier with your ties and your bow ties, and you rock the fucking big bow tie. Fuck it. You want uh, maybe your hairstyle, right? Don't play it down because you don't want the attention. Keep it as it is or play it up. Accentuate those things. Bring back that individuality, which I talked about on a couple of, uh, probably like a dozen podcasts ago, right? A couple weeks ago. This now will answer the old age old question I get. Oh, there's too many blank in my city, too many blank on social media. How do I stand out? Is there another you? Answer that question. You're going to say, well, no. Even if you have a twin, you guys are a little bit different. That's it. Boom. You put that out there. But what you've done is you've now stripped away everything that's you and made yourself as similar to everybody else as possible. And now you want to go on the platform that has billions of people, millions and millions and billions and billions at this point. I don't know how many people are on Instagram, probably a couple hundred million at this point, maybe even a billion at this point, right? I, I don't know, you guys can say. Yet we now want to be just like everybody else and then somehow go on these platforms and portray something different when in real life we're trying to be like everybody else. Does that make any fucking sense? Absolutely not. Now we look at business. We know if you are like everybody else, you will fail. You have to be different. That's one of the fucking requirements, one of the number one requirements. You have to be different, 100%. Inside and out, how you look, how you move, how you interact, the way you deliver results. There can be nothing average or normal, quote, about you at all. Now, the next step that's associated with that is now a lot of people, um, this is kind of like a two-way point, right? 
a lot of people deep down inside, they don't feel they deserve it. Right. And uh, I can tell when, the, when people talk to me, when they start going around in circles, the tone of their voice, how they write to me, I, I, I can see it. Especially if like, you look at somebody, you, you, I can tell at this point, okay, this person doesn't, they don't feel they deserve it. Right. Because everything can be lined up and there's still that thing missing. Right. And that probably one of, is one of the biggest, one of the biggest issues. Right. One of the ways I can find out very quickly, and this is part of the process when you ask people and you want to find out more about them or, or help them, right? If I'm doing a one-on-one -on -one with somebody, I want to help them. I'll, I'll, I'll tell them stuff like, well, okay, you know, you said you want this, 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 this. Let's say tomorrow, boom, you wake up and you have this, 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 this. You know, what's the next step? What are you going to do? How are you going to feel? What are you going to do that day? And the way they answer those questions and describe it, I can tell, okay, this person really doesn't want that, or they do, but something's missing. It's like they don't see themselves ever getting that, yet they say they want it. It doesn't make any sense. And a lot of people suffer from that, right? Which is why when they start learning to a certain degree, they want to apply it, and they might have the intention to, uh, intention to apply it, but something's not right in their head, right? That, that thing hasn't been switched on yet, and they're still kind of like on the fence. But on the surface, what do they tell you? They'll say, ah, oh, I tried. Well, you know, I was thinking about it, but this came up and I couldn't do it. And all the fucking excuses in the world come. I would see this all the time. When I was first a real estate agent, I got a reputation very quickly for having big balls. Not literally, but in the sense of like knocking and, and taking action, right? So I would, uh, if I wanted to get somebody to go knock on a door, I would literally drag them with me. And I could tell because from the office to getting in my car to going to the first door, some people thought they didn't deserve to get a deal from doing that or they didn't deserve to be that person who could do that confidently because every fucking thing that they were saying made absolutely no sense and they would just keep going on with excuses i'm like dude if you sold as passionately as you have excuses bro you would be the fucking number one salesman you would kill me your level of excuse giving is fucking world class bro like number one for sure like 100%. I could put you in front of the president and be like, God damn, that's a convincing fucking excuse. You're that good. Why don't, why don't we transfer some of that to actually applicable action that we can actually build something with and give you the skills so you can get over this little hump. But then it goes back, right? To even shit that I heard growing up and other people here growing up. Well, you know, that's, that, that's not your life. You weren't born to do that. You'll never have that. Stay in your lane. Be happy with what you've got. If you accumulate a, a few eggs, hold them, right? Don't go for any more, just hold them and, and be happy with what you have and all that conditioning. Well, if that's never handled or unrooted, right? Growing up, then you live your adulthood with that conditioning, but it's so deeply embedded in your head now, you don't even realize you're operating on it anymore. It's just out of your awareness. And we know when shit is out of your awareness, it just happens. And it's a process to get rid of that shit, right? But if you don't feel you deserve it, it's kind of like, man, why are you even wasting your time? But people will know that. Some of them will become aware of it. And instead of attacking it, which really is an inner process, it's back to the surface level shit, which plays on the fact that they don't deserve it. Well, you know, I'm just going to look for this magical magic pill. You know, I want to lose 100 pounds. Ah, oh, I can get six-minute abs for five bucks. Sign me up. I'm going to get my little ab wheel and do it, you know, two minutes a day. And I'm going to have a six pack and lose 300 pounds in two weeks. Guaranteed. Really? Give me a fucking break. I would rather do it the opposite way. It's more fun. Work your ass off to get it.
You know why? Because I know working my ass off and taking the opposite road is where very few will last. I knew 100% the other people that signed up when I signed up with boxing would be as intense as me for this duration of time. As time goes on, I'm taking the workouts more intensely. I see other people going hard. I go twice as hard as them, right? They want to spar. I want to spar twice as much. I want to do this, that, da, 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 just going, 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 going. There isn't the slightest hint of I don't deserve this because now when the time comes to spar, I put in more work than that motherfucker. I deserve to whoop his ass. You see? And that's what's missed is there's elements in this whole deserving process that you are under control of. Many people know they don't deserve shit because they haven't put in the work. So why do you think you will, like some people say, self-sabotage when it comes time to say that line or meet with that client or that one opportunity that you know is like, this is the one and suddenly you're scared because you know deep down inside you don't deserve the shit because you haven't put in the fucking work. And that's a very tough pill to swallow for a lot of people. And I told myself a long time ago, I will never be in that position again. So when the moment comes and the opportunity presents itself, I'm ready for the motherfucker. That's why my money has to be right all the time. So if my, one of my mentors has a $10,000 event, I can buy it, no problem. I'm not gonna be sitting there kicking my ass saying, fuck, I can't go to the event now. Or when, when this, this one developer is in town and, and he's looking for a new agent, get me on the phone with the motherfucker, I'll close his ass. Put him on a conference call with every other top realtor and I'll fucking win the shit, bring it. No problem. I'm that fucking confident. Now, whether I get it or not, I don't give a shit, but I deserve to be on that phone call. That's for damn sure. You see? Now, this is what you need to tap into. But when you look at, okay, what produces that confidence or, or what gives that, that thought process, that ease, that yes, I can do it. Put me on the call, do this, do that. You look at, at the road to get there and all the, the hours of work and dedication and studying and all that, it's there. It's like the old... Um, I can tell people, look, this is the old book of BC of shit that he's done to deserve this opportunity. I would gladly pull that book out of my coat and fucking hand it to somebody. There you go. Cool. Read it. I'll sit here. Because I know after you're done reading that book, you're going to open the door because I deserve to be here, dude. Go for it. He's not going to see, he's not going to see, sleeps in every day, says he's going to do a lot of shit and doesn't do it. Uh, uh, you know, uh, writes all this shit on social media. It's inspirational, but really doesn't do anything. Uh, you know, you're not going to see that. You're not going to say, oh, well, calls uh, five people a day. Uh, but everyone else's shit's going to say that. Most people. But me, it's going to be like, first one to show up, last one to leave. Best student. First place in everything he wants to do. And if he doesn't get first place, he goes back and tries to win it again because he's so fucking competitive. And da, 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 da. It's going to be opposite. So I can gladly open that book of me and say, read. I want the camera on me 24 seven. I'd be more than willing to do that. So people could watch me and be like, fuck man, this dude, wow, he's actually doing what he says. Damn, I'm willing to prove that for sure. 100%. Cause then that's further gonna strengthen my brand. How many people are willing to fucking do that though? That's why I laugh with all, I mean, obviously I know reality shows are all fucking scripted and all that, but I would love to do like a 24 hour camera and all that shit just to see people can see what I do. Be like, damn, he studies a lot more than he says he does. I actually downplay a lot of shit. I don't, I don't disclose everything or I may study for four hours, but I tell you I study two. Then it gets to the point where people are like, fuck, no way you, you do that. It's bullshit. You can't do that. Well, you can. I do it. You would just have to actually see it to be like, oh, okay, cool. 
I wish even uh, recently with all the stuff I post about boxing, I don't know if I share with people, I've already, uh, I've been going a couple months now, I've already thrown up five times during the workouts from pushing myself too much. Everyone else is just kind of, and I'm fucking, uh, and I'll fucking run to the bathroom while I'm taking one of my gloves off to fucking throw up because I'm pushing myself that hard. That's just as mental as it is physical. But it's not a fucking surprise that when we get in there to spar, everyone else is tired. And I'm like, let's keep going. Throw the next guy in here. Right? That's not a surprise. That's what I'm talking about. So when the opportunity comes, I'm fucking ready. When it comes time to play the game and win, I'm ready to go. I'm fucking cruising. You know, it's like a marathon. I'm just fucking cruising. Everyone else is already dead after mile five, and I'm on mile seven just going, doo, 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 doo. I'm even fucking backpedaling because it's so easy. All right, cool. So with that said, it's been about almost 30 minutes. I'll open it up to Q&A, live, Zoom, uh, Instagram. And let's see, uh, how do you get the willpower for that? It's not willpower, Alex. It's not willpower. It's a little bit of effort little bit of extra effort and just doing what you say you're going to do. Think about people that work eight hour days, nine to five. You think those motherfuckers are working all eight hours? No. First start with what you say you're going to do and what's on the fucking schedule. If you can do that, you, you're, we're not even talking about willpower now. We're just doing what we said we would do, but what's, what's expected of us. Then you're already ahead because they've done polls. And I think they say out of the eight hour workday, people will work like an hour and a half or two hours or some shit really, or like one hour. It's pathetic. If I had employees like that, I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? How many hours you sleep? Uh, like last night I went to sleep at 12 or a little bit after 12 and I was up by 5.45. So six, a little bit less. Do you get commercial deals? I've done a few. You have answers. Everyone keeps talking about the shift coming. Is internet interest rates going up? Yes, they are. The shift is in the market going normal. We've been a crazy ass market the last couple of years where in most cases you could just throw a, a house for sale. Somebody who doesn't know what the fuck they're doing, didn't even price it right. And a lot of times it would sell in most cases, right? Now you can't do that. You can maybe in certain places still, but now you actually have to price it correctly for it to sell. It doesn't just fucking sell with 26 offers uh, over asking price. And then it sells a hundred thousand over asking price with no appraisal, no contingencies, right? It's a little bit different. That's what they mean by shift. It's going from a fucking insane market to more of a normal market. What else? Oh, let's see. We have, uh, cool. Your phone died, Angela, no excuses. Should have a, what are you in your car? You should have a car charger. So no, no big deal. Yeah, no big deal. All right. The market's the market. We can't control that. If I rest my sanity on the market in any field, forget it. You're going to want to commit suicide in a year. Imagine if you were working in the stock market and you, and you put your sanity on how the market is, right? You'd probably have a heart attack in one day. You see, but I give you guys examples. Um, I'm on 10%. That's funny. Put it on low power mode. Do you have an iPhone, Sarah? Put it on low power mode. You'll be good. Um, what was I going to say? Um, I give you guys the, the simple, almost silly examples a lot of times because they're the most digestible and, and anybody universally can understand most of them. 
You pass the sphere of influence to your team. Not all of them, but at this point, a lot of them, yes, it's been a transition. I share practically everything with my team now, Dapper. Like practically everything. Even the biggest deals too. Alonzo, go to my YouTube, brother. I have uh, three, if you search on the search bar on my YouTube, I have three videos where I recommend books. Start with those. That'll be at least like nine or 10 books. You just found me, man. Ooh, you gotta catch up, man. As a realtor, you're supposed to know a lot about loans as well. Uh, a little bit. I mean, if you want to know, cool, but it's not a requirement because again, if that's the case, then I could, I'm supposed to study taxes and, and, and the law and everything else. I leave the legal shit to lawyers. I leave the tax shit to CPAs and accountants, and I leave the loans to the loan officers and the lenders, right? You can, of course, have a general generalized information, but I would say don't go out of your way to know every fucking thing. Now, if you know everything about real estate, and you're up to date on the market, you know everything, then sure, maybe a little bit extra time in those fields, but concern yourself with real estate, right? Screen froze, did you get my comment earlier? No, I didn't. We're in Modern Success, uh, Jesus, post that in the group, brother, but I've done a ton of videos, uh, I would say look more in the close the deal section because that one's entirely almost about sales. You'll find some stuff about cold calling and door knocking in there, dude, for sure. And in the Facebook group, dude, I think you're in there. I've posted some of the video, like the hour long trainings. I've posted at least three or four about door knocking. Make sure you browse, you'll find it. And those are only in that group for modern success. How old was I? I was 27 when I started real estate, dude. Have you read How to Win in Friends and Influence People? Yeah. I read that book three years ago, I think. Maybe a little bit more. Okay, so what's your question, Garnett, about working two different? What do you suggest an agent in Texas pick up Spanish? I would say just work with somebody and give them a piece of the cut to speak Spanish, bro. Because if you're an older cat, learning a language you can do, but focus on real estate, man. If you want to start doing some night stuff to learn Spanish, sure. But I wouldn't just focus all your time on it. Just work with somebody who can take care of the Spanish clients, dude. Improving your memory is a, a tricky thing, man. It's not like a magic pill type thing, dude. I think you asked me last time on here. That's not, I mean, I really don't share that kind of stuff on my podcast, dude. But that's more of like a process to help you with it and would require probably a lecture to go over that. But there's ways to improve your memory. You want some quick game on it? Look up what an aberration is. Aberration, A-B-E-R-R-A-T-I-O-N. You're gonna get that from the book in Dianetics. Remove yourself from some aberrations and your memory will improve. But that's if you want to explore that topic and that author. A lot of people claim he's controversial, crazy, and full of shit, so a lot of people won't study him. 
had a bad experience working as an assistant to an agent. She wanted me to do all of her work. Really? Well, the tasks should be discussed beforehand before they hire you. That's crazy. If she never did and she just threw all that work on you, that's kind of fucked up. That's why I don't recommend people be assistants. How do you approach having a full-time job and getting into real estate? I made a video about that dude on YouTube, but you have to decide, am I just gonna do it part-time as a side hustle or am I gonna eventually go full-time in real estate? If you wanna go full-time in real estate, you need to create a plan. And then whenever that day comes that you said and committed to originally that you would quit your job, you have to quit. Whether you think you're ready or not, you quit and you stick to your plan. You gotta burn the boats. Other than having a listing in the neighborhood, how do you determine areas to door knock? Number one, Miguel, you don't need a listing in a neighborhood to door knock. You don't need any reason in any neighborhood to door knock. You can just park your car and knock and ask people if they're thinking about selling. Now, is that the best approach? No, but I'm telling you that because you don't need anything to door knock. You don't need a flyer. You don't need a listing. You don't need a sale. You don't need an open house. Just go. I've produced deals in neighborhoods from not having any affiliation or even living anywhere near the neighborhood before. Okay. I was door knocking in Beverly Hills with no reason to door knock. If I can do that dude with braces on and being 27 and not even having a nice suit, I'm pretty sure you can do it. Dude. But if you want to determine an area, look for where sales are, right? Start looking what, what areas are moving. Where is it hot? Go to those areas. I'm a nurse in real estate. Do you think I should tell people I'm part-time? That's up to you, Brian. If they ask you, don't be, um, don't be dishonest, but you don't have to go around saying, hey, I'm a part-time agent. Just find people that need help. And then if you need help because somebody is gonna require that you have a full-time schedule, team up with somebody to help you. It's not a problem. Uh, let the, no, I don't care if they sit in and listen, that's fine. As long as they're okay with a little bit of curse words and my craziness, sure. I think I'm gonna start mixing up the modern success lectures too and dressing up as different superheroes every time I do a lecture, just to spice things up a little bit. Wear masks and shit. You can't find modern success on my website, bro. You go to briancasala.com and you go to the coaching tab. Right? I, sometimes I'm confused how I get that. briancasala.com, there's a bunch of little tabs, go to coaching. Is there any other way uh, to study the market other than trends in the MLS? I mean, yeah, you can look at interest rates because obviously we know if the interest rates are going to go up, buying power is going to decrease at most average price points. Um, you can follow the economy a little bit, but I mean, knowing your market inside and out and following the trends over months is going to be the best way man. because some of the other stuff we can't predict, right? How easy was it to apply your athletic mindset to real estate? It was automatic, dude. Competitiveness, determination, discipline, easy, right? If I could sit after every basketball practice in the ice bath for 30 minutes, making a cold call is nothing, right? But I would see grown ass men that were there with me cry and yell when they dip their little toe in the ice bath and run away. Those are the people that aren't gonna be successful. I said, fuck it. If I have to suffer a little bit in the ice bath and my body's gonna feel great, fuck it, I'm doing it. And I would do it. I would literally lay in the ice bath with my toes out of the tub and the water up to here with the thing running and it was cold as shit. When I got out, like I couldn't even really stand up because I had like no feeling in my body. But after I got the feeling back and the new blood, I felt amazing. While everyone else would show up the next day to practice feeling like shit and sore, I felt brand new. So that 30 minutes of suffering was worth it. 
that metaphor you can apply to many other things in life. That, what I'm telling you, is all fucking mental. It's all mental. When is best time to become a team and create a team? Uh, I would say, first, you have to have a plan to see where you want to take your business to see if a team makes sense. Secondly, I would say if you're doing uh, probably about three deals a, uh, a month consistently for a couple months, then you can start getting your assistant and building your team. Just started with Keller Williams and Temecula. Very cool. Oh, I thought Modern Success was in their product. Modern Success is in their product, brother, so of course not. It's not under there. How do I put you as a sponsorship for eXp? You go to join.exprealty.com and where it says the person that we can thank who told you about eXp, you put my name. Join.exprealty.com. Can't seem to pass the finance course in real estate. Get it done. Get somebody to help you. Right? You gotta pass the courses. Gotta pass the courses. When I first started in 2010, my paper got the owner's attention. Sweet emailed it to the whole company because it required you to read it and write a paper. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a great book. The sad part is how many people, right, that had to win friends and influence people. I know fucking dozens of people who read that shit and they haven't applied anything from it. You look at their life, they can't influence anybody and they have no fucking friends. So I'm like, pretty sad. I started taking cold showers since watching your video. What a difference. Told you. I don't just tell people shit because I like hearing myself talk. What do you, a few things you typically have for breakfast? Um, bananas, fruit, you know, blueberries, raspberries. Um, every once in a while I have an oatmeal. Uh, just real simple stuff, right? Everything I eat is pretty simple, especially if it's made by me or in the house, you know? I try to eat a lot of greens as much as possible, get a lot of greens in me, spinach, that kind of stuff. Um, I do love the, the pasta that's made from like lentils and uh, uh, I get them at Trader Joe's. It's a red lentil pasta and a black bean pasta. They're so good. I could eat the whole fucking bag. They're so good. How much stress do you go through a day? I would say I, because of my level of responsibility to myself and all the people around me, like I'm responsible for dozens of people. I would say that compared to the average person, I have way more stress. I just do not deal with it in their way, nor do I bottle it up. I understand it's a part of life, but at the same time, 99% of the stress, every single person here listening to this, the recording live, you 10X your own stress with your own mental faculty. Because you sit there, for example, for the realtors, you get, you get an email, oh, we're having troubles with the loan of the buyer, and for fucking two weeks, you're like, oh my God, it's gonna fall apart, and I'm not gonna have money to pay my bills, and then I'm gonna be out on the street, and then so-and-so is going to tell, tell me, I told you so, you're going to fail, and you fucking just go off. I'll get the email, and I'm like, okay, cool. Let's find six more deals. And I, when I go through those moments, that shit, something that isn't going to change from that moment after I read it, it's done. I don't carry it with me. You guys carry shit around with you. Like you have fucking sandbags all over you. Like the guy holding up the, the globe where he holds it up on his back like that, and you're all fucking hunched over. You do that, and then you're trying to run, and you're like, what the fuck, I can't run. It's like, dude, you have a fucking globe on your back. Oh, no, I don't. What was the YouTube vid you said that you watched studying the mind? That was not just a YouTube video, bro, so I'm not sure what you're asking. Did you pick up a Macan? No, Lloyd did. The GTS, I haven't driven it yet, but it's pretty cool. 
it's pretty fast and it's like sporty even though it's a porsche you know like a porsche suv social media marketing agency sure start it how do you disconnect from your ego when your ego is hurt I think I think the subject of ego for a lot of people is too. It's one of those subjects that people get lost in, right? There's so many different schools of thought when it comes to ego. Uh, Slava, if, if that's your name. Um, I you know, for a while I explored the whole topic of ego, but I found myself getting a little lost in it too. So I don't really associate it with that. I talk about ego a little bit, but it's one of those things that I tell people. It's one of those subjects that. Is so deep and you get so many different schools of thought that I'm not gonna sit there and try to figure it out I'm just gonna live right so if I, if I notice a certain behavior or thought process it doesn't give me the life that I want it doesn't build on my freedom or, or my emotional state or whatever it is and I just get rid of it I don't think in those terms anymore because the moments that I was thinking in terms of ego and all that it was very difficult for me to figure shit out and get out of certain situations and move forward so I find myself getting mentally trapped in it, right? And it's one of those labels that I think really fucks with people, right? I know people who have been talking about ego for years and I'm like, dude, your life has gone nowhere and all you do is fucking chit chat and gossip about ego, get over it. Do something with your fucking life. I'm not saying you're doing that, but that would be my advice to you is step outside of that label and stop trying to solve something that could have 10 different answers is what I'm saying. Is modern success all mindset or step-by-step -step for help for new agents? Will you find help as a new agent? Yes. Will you improve your mindset? Yes, but it's much more than that. We can't confine it to those two statements, my friend. Sorry. Watching you for two weeks? Good. Then you're just scratching the surface, my friend. Modern success will um, open up doors that other people are not going to open up. Did you guys see the, the testimonial that I shared today from one of the guys in modern success? how he had spent $24,000 over two years with two other coaches that have huge names. And within two weeks of joining my program, within two weeks, he's been able to make progress in those two weeks more than he's made in two fucking years. That's a testament to the power. Uh, Miguel Aguilar, CEO. No, I haven't met him, dude. I don't think I've met him. I know Cody, who's one of the franchise owners for Self Made, but um, I haven't met him. I haven't met Miguel. Am I going to the 10X Growth Con? No, I'm not. I know a lot of people wanted me to speak at it, though. I don't think I'm cool enough with a big enough social media following to speak at it. Right. We met Danny Morell. No, I have not. Oh man, we've been going for almost an hour, dude. Okay, I'll take one or two more questions. Yeah, I've seen Danny around. I know a lot of people that work for his company too. I normally post the Zoom link on the stories and all that, but whenever I post it the next time, make sure that you guys just copy that link. It's always the same link. You follow Tom Ferry? No, I don't follow Tom Ferry. I follow his dad. The godfather of real estate, Mike Ferry. I just like him a lot more. 
I started my YouTube channel a couple months after I was licensed, man, but I didn't seriously start doing it. Um, probably about two years I've been posting videos way more consistently. You're joining tonight, good. When will we increase the price for Modern Success? I'm thinking when we hit 200 members, I'm gonna raise the price. The current members will keep the same price so they can calm down because I know I got a lot of messages last time. The new members will be paying more. So by the looks of it, Quotica, it's probably gonna be within the next couple of weeks because I'm getting about, on average, about two people joining a day, if not just under that. And we're at 170 something, I think right now. So you do the math, dude. Is it a different selling approach for an average person and a millionaire? Depends, dude. For the most part, no. The same basic supply. Some things are gonna be different, right? Maybe with the millionaire, it might take you more to get to them. And it's gonna be more of a relationship game. This is just a bing, boom, bam, quick sale on the phone, right? But again, it depends on the product, the service, what are you selling? But the same basics apply, dude. You're still gonna sell in the same fashion with the same science. It's identical. Yeah, Cody, yep. Cool, okay guys, I'm gonna take off. Uh, we have the two Modern Success rock stars on Zoom, Sarah and Angela, cool. Uh, I'll be posting it next time here just so you guys can see it. Thank you guys for being here. TBC Real Estate for all your real estate needs worldwide. Number two, Modern Success. I know a lot of you are joining. You go to briancasella.com and you go to the coaching tab. And lastly, EXP Realty for all you agents. Angela and Sarah, you have to join EXP too. Um, I'm gonna make you guys join before the end of the year for sure. I'm gonna start using all my hypnosis on them. Um, but uh, make sure you guys reach out to me if you wanna know more about EXP, okay? Peace out.